0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the KW Maps Podcast Growth Edition, where you learn one specific strategy that a KW Maps client implemented to sell more homes. Today, you'll meet Sherry Pettis, a real estate professional in Atlanta, Georgia, who joined KW Maps three years ago. You'll learn why Sherry invested in Maps coaching, how she focused on lead generation, and she went from selling 3 million in volume to 9.4 million in just a year without working nights or weekends. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search KW Maps Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to KWMapspodcast.com. So let's get right into it and listen in on the interview with Sherry Pettis and Diana Kokoska. So
1: our call is being done with Sherry Pettis today from Atlanta. She actually lives right outside of Stockbridge and yet send your referrals to Atlanta. She works that entire area. Pick up Kelly right now. S-H-E-R-I. Last name P is in Paul. E-T is in Tom. T is in Tom. U-S is in Sam. Sherry, welcome. We just so we're so excited about having you on the call today. And you know, I love to start out with stories because everybody has a story so tell us yours
2: well thank you for having me i am sitting here like a cheshire cat with my my i'm like grinning ear to ear so i am very excited extremely honored that you guys want to hear my story my name is sherry i am i just turned 50. i had a great 50th birthday party and i was able to afford a fantastic party thanks to Diana's map in your bowl. Like it was, it's something I've been planning since I turned 40 and I did it big. It was huge. I had it at a hotel and it was catered and had lots of fun. Um, (laughs) It sounds like (laughs) fun. We, we did a great Gatsby theme. So I was really excited about that. It was a lot of fun. It was like great Gatsby Harlem Renaissance type theme. Um, So what do you guys want to know? I'm, I'm from Boston. Uh, I got into real estate when I was, it was 1997 and I was like 29. And I got into real estate because I have an aunt who moved down here in the 80s. She worked for REMAX for quite a few years and she always drove nice cars. She always dressed nice and had nice jewelry. Now that I'm older, I know all of that's because she didn't have any kids. (laughs) So at that time, (laughs) she didn't have any kids taking up all her money. (laughs) However, she worked for Remax for a few years, and then she got her real estate. She opened her own real estate company, and I went to work for her very, very briefly. Um, I realized real quick that I didn't want to work for family, and so I kind of put my real estate career on hold, and I got a job at an apartment complex, and I loved it. I was the top leasing agent there for about a year. And then I had a baby. And when I came back from maternity leave, the job that or the, the promotion that I was up for before I went on maternity leave, when I came back, they had given it to someone else. When they had promised when I came back from maternity leave, we would talk about it. So of course, when I come back from maternity leave, they had moved all my stuff to a different area of the office and I was really upset. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to sell real estate. I'm going to get my license reactivated and place it with the company. And that's what I started doing. And the very first closing I ever had was a gentleman. I remember his name. I remember the property. He he bought the address. He came into the apartment complex and said, hey, I'm looking for one bedroom my budget is $1,000. And I thought $1,000, you should buy a house. And he said, I don't know anyone. And I had my little bootleg business card that I created myself. And I, you know, you could get those perforated business cards. And I brought him into our little cafe area. And I put him on the phone with the loan officer. And at that time, I was with another company, and that was my very first closing. So I thought, oh, that was kind of easy. So I started taking clients from the apartment complex, and they got whiff of it. But they didn't want to fire me. So instead of firing me, they gave me a 10-cent raise. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because they didn't care, and it was okay. So they wanted to you on because you were a great worker. So I don't want people getting the wrong idea that, oh, it was behind the back or anything. They told you you could do it. Well, when you got this job and you started doing this with real estate on the side, how long did you do it before you eventually said, hey, real estate is for me?
2: You know what? It was, uh, let's see, we had, my daughter was born November. I went back to work in January. May, I joined another real estate company. And I, I came home from lunch one day and I was just so distraught because my feelings were hurt. And I was talking to my broker and my broker had said, well, I see a lot of potential in you. What do you need to just quit your job? And we, my husband and I had just bought our first house, like, um, like three weeks before that. And I said, oh my gosh, I I can't quit. I've got this new house and a new baby. And he said, what do you need? And I said, $6,000. He said, okay, done. And wrote me a check and gave me a check for $6,000. And I never went back after lunch. (laughs) So that was, that was, that was my jump into real estate full time. He said, I really believe in you. I see your drive. I'll give you $6,000. That'll carry you for a couple of months. And it did. And here I am 20 years later.
1: Well, now you were with that firm for about 10 years. What happened yep. for you to join Keller Williams
2: uh, they you know it was when the market had crashed and everyone was panicking uh, you know during that time before the market crashed, I was consecutively doing about two million, and I thought I was just the bomb selling two million dollars worth <laughs> of real estate, almost three million dollars worth of real estate, and in the beginning, you know you are a new agent sort of kinda and they were really moving towards property management. And I just didn't like property management because I had just, you know, I thought I had put that in my past. There were so many homeowners who were upside down. Everyone was renting. And I think, I think my broker at that time was managing easily 150, 200 homes. And it was a zoo and it was chaos. And it was, it got to the point where I didn't enjoy going into the office. People were threatening the company. Just it's hard mm. to do property management well. And um, our, my fabulous team leader, Deb Nardi had been calling and reaching out to me for probably two years. And finally, one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to her. And I went and talked to her. And at the end of our conversation, her and I were both in tears. She had moved me so much with her story, and we both ended up crying and that was it i I felt a connection with Deb, and I think not I think I know one of the things that struck me the most was the philosophy that God comes first, your family, and your business. That struck a huge chord with me, and that was it. I never looked back. I got my broker's license, uh maybe. A couple of days later, after that conversation, no, a couple of days, no, no, a couple of days later, because the day I got my broker's license, I went to my previous broker and said, oh, I got my broker's license. He was like, great, great, congratulations. I was like, can you sign this too? I'm, I'm moving to Keller Williams. And he just kind of <laughs> <he> just kind of <laughs> looked at me a little stunned. Um, and that was in 2012. And you guys have to kick me out of Keller Williams. I'm not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that is so great. And you went from $3 million up to $9.4 million when you joined Keller Williams. I mean, you think about that. So what specific model or system did you use to help catapult you up in production?
2: Um, that first broker introduced me to going after expired listings. However, I did it, but it it wasn't presented to me as lead generation. And when I when I went through my first bold, a light bulb went off and I remember I remember every bold instructor I've had. I can name them and it was John Prescott who was my very first bold teacher. And after that, I was like, "Oh, so I was kind of lead generating, but it wasn't. I didn't call it that. I didn't have a name to call it. And after that, I just started seeing everyone around me lead generating. Honestly, though, it wasn't until I got into maps coaching where it blew up. And I, I, my thought process initially was, there is no way in the world I'm paying a thousand dollars to talk to someone for thirty minutes once a week. And then I started looking around. And everyone who was selling way more homes than me and making way more money were all in mastery coaching. I took baby steps. I did do breakthrough coaching. Um, Russ Stewart, one of my bold coaches, said, yeah, Sherry, your, your personality is so, you know, out there in terms of how you want to do your business. You probably need mastery. And I, was, I kind of resisted. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. And he was right. The breakthrough coaching for me wasn't enough. I needed to have that conversation once a month. And I got a different mastery coaching, and Bridget and I have connected. I knew she was the right coach for me after our first conversation, but I really knew she was the coach for me when I met her in... I think it was New Orleans. I don't remember where we were, family reunion. And she showed up in stilettos. I was like, that's my girl right there because I wear stilettos every day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yep. Here you are. You've been to Bold a few times,
2: obviously. Yes. Right. How many times have you uh, attended Bold? Seven. I just finished my seventh one. Uh, September 25th, my birthday. I turned 50 on the 25th and we graduated from bold on the September 25th. So it was a sweet day. Well, how
1: exciting is that? So as you've gone through, has your production continued to go up?
2: It has. I do have to take some responsibility. What is so cool about working the model and going to bold and and being a MAPS client is that you can tailor your life. The way you want it. So my, one of my children are heavily into travel softball and this was a big season for them because they did so well. I did an awful lot of travel in the summer because of travel ball. So I am not where I should be at this point. However, I'm not suffering. Uh, Bridget has helped me so much and and just, the the exercises that we do in your bold help me plan to take some of the summer off. I am playing catch up. I'm playing catch up. However, I love my life right now, Diana. Like there's a new song out called Living Your Best Life or something like that, and I love it and I listened to one Eskimo today. That is, I mean it's appropriately titled. That's an amazing song. It like It kinda, is
1: it, it choked me up Washington. a little bit. Yeah. Well, so you have this life by design, which is what you learned in bold, and you're designing how to have time off through the summertime because of your travel ball with your kids, and then you're also lead generating everywhere you go. You told me a story once when you picked me up from the Atlanta airport uh, to take me to an ALC uh, retreat. And I was really excited to hear about when you got your nails
2: done. Tell us about that lead generation story. I giggle like a schoolgirl every time I think about this story. So I do lead generate everywhere I go, grocery store, uh, every place. And, and when my kids were smaller, they would always say, Mommy, you keep telling us stop talking to strangers. We can't talk to strangers, but you talk to strangers all the time. And I said, yeah, if I don't talk to strangers, you don't get to eat. So let mommy (laughs) keep talking to the strangers and, and you don't talk to the strangers. So there's a nail salon close to our office. I go every so often and I do lead generate everywhere I go so I can write it off and I'm sitting there. And when I start my lead generation, I am very intentional and very purposeful in listening and looking for a way to connect. So I'm sitting there talking to a, a woman and we're, you know, she's talking about her travels and she's been here and there. And I'm like, oh, I want to be like her when I grow up. So then she says, oh, we just came back from Boston. Ding, ding, ding. That was it. I was like, oh, she said Boston. I grew up in Boston. That was my opening. So we started talking about Boston, and then I'm telling her, oh, I love, you know, what I do, and, you know, I'm really looking for a way so that I can find out her name. Most of the time when I lead generate, I usually walk away with the person's full name. If I don't know their street address, I at least know what subdivision they're in, and I will typically pull out my phone and say, let's be Facebook friends because I sell a lot of homes on Facebook, and most people – won't tell you no if you're right in front of them asking for their Facebook. So I'm talking to this woman and I'm like, oh, I love Keller Williams and it's so great and I've learned so much. And I'm just going on and on about Keller Williams. She says, oh, I have a really good friend that's a big time agent in Austin. And I was like, really? Who's your friend? She says, oh, my friend is Diana Kokoska. I was like, well, hot dog! (laughs) So, it was like, I was floored. And so, she said that, you know, her son is married to, I think it's your niece, right here in this little town. And so, um, I took a picture of her, and I sent it to you, Diana, and Sophie sent you an email and said, oh, my gosh, I love Sherry. She was, you know, we had a great conversation. And that's how I ended up being able to pick you up from the airport because I asked. I started emailing Chris. And I remember you replied, like, immediately. And I was just – that wasn't the first time you replied to me. So I have always been so impressed that, you know, people – and Keller Williams who have done bigger and better and been here longer will answer an email, will respond to a request to go get a cup of coffee or go get some lunch or something. And I sent you an email and you said to me I sent you an email of the picture with Miss Sophie and you responded like the same day, maybe the next day, and said, Oh, I wanna I'm coming to Atlanta. I'd love to meet you. So I told my team leader and she's like she said she's coming in June. I'm like, yeah. And my, my team leader goes, I bet you she's coming to our ALC retreat. Ask her, can you pick her up from the airport? And I was like, Oh, okay. And I did ask a few <laughs> times and you guys said yes. And I was like, I'm picking Diana up from the airport. I told you when you got my car, I was like, Oh, this is what my kids must feel like if they were picking up Beyonce. I was so excited. <laughs>
1: Well, I was excited. excited to be with you. That was a great story of Sophie. And in all of Atlanta, what are the chances? See, there's no coincidences. And you are proactively going out and growing your business every day. You are not afraid to talk to anyone. So when they say I'm not interested, does that upset you?
2: No way. Absolutely not. That does not scare me, make me sad, intimidate me. I, you know, I've heard in the in the Keller Williams circle, either buy or die. You keep calling them till they buy or die, and you just it doesn't bother me when folks say they're not interested. I don't I don't get offended. I'm not scared, and even if you tell me don't call, unless you call my team leader or send me an email and tell me not to call you ever again, that's the only way I'm gonna stop. You don't have to send me an email or tell on me. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep <laughs> calling.
1: <laughs> you know what's so great about that is. That when people understand, they're not rejecting you, are they? They're, they're just rejecting the idea because they don't want to buy or sell right then. And yet they may choose to do so otherwise. And so here you are. What, how do you approach someone?
2: Oh, okay. So I make a lot of transactions happen from lead generating out in, just out in the streets. I was um, at a Kroger store which is a a big shopping store here a grocery store and it was a Sunday afternoon and I, I saw an older couple and they were I could tell they had some challenges with you know moving around and they were honestly using that shopping cart to keep them steady um and it was a cute older couple they were moving towards the real estate the the rack of magazines And I said to myself, if they pick up that real estate magazine, I'm going to go say something. But then as they were shuffling towards it, my drunk monkey was going, oh, don't pick up that magazine. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. And they did. And then I was like, okay, well, you said you were going to go talk to them. So go talk to them. And my drunk monkey said to me, and I'm going to be real honest. I am a 50 year old African-American woman. And they were probably in their 80s, and they were Caucasian. And my drunk monkey said, don't go talk to them, Sherry. Those folks are not going to talk to you. And I was like, okay. I went and talked to them anyway. And as we're talking, she says to me, I was so impressed that this woman had an email address, and she knew it. And she gave me her email address while we were in the parking lot. I was helping them put their groceries in in their car. And I'm getting their information. And she says to me, oh, we have to buy a house. We sold our house in Florida after 40 years. Well, I know typically when seniors sell a house in Florida, they usually have cash. You know what? (laughs) That couple bought a house 10 days later for cash. I met them in in the parking lot. I got their information. I don't usually work Sundays. And that drunk monkey said, call them Monday, Sherry, call him Monday. But then when I got home, I was like, you know what? They took that magazine with them. And I was like, mm, they're going to call someone in that magazine. I better call them now. And I called them that Sunday afternoon. Um, she put her son on the phone. I sent them some listings. Monday, I showed them two houses. Tuesday, they wrote up an offer. A week later, we closed cash. And I could tell you story after story where that has happened just in the last Two years, probably five or six times. I've made quite a bit of money just from lead generating outside of the office. I like talking. Can you tell?
1: (laughs) You know what, Sherry, though? It's about mindset. See, your drunk monkey, you said it. He told you not to go talk with those people, telling you all the reasons that they wouldn't talk to you. You didn't listen. You broke through. I mean, that drunk monkey wanted to hold you hostage. And you said, I'm getting rid of these shackles, man. I'm going over there. I'm going to talk to the people. You spoke with them. They bought a a house cash. You closed 10 days later. Too many people give in to the drunk monkey. So tell us about your mindset around your business and what is it that allows you to say, I'm not listening to you
2: anymore? Honestly, it is being around people who are bigger and better and listening to stories I mean from the very first time I heard your bold story or your story in bold when you got your car repossessed and you owed money to all these people I was like you know what I haven't gone through anything like that so I'm just going to keep pushing forward and I do feel like sometimes I'm getting ready to approach a brick wall however I've learned that that breakdown is is a, is a breakthrough. And just by being, when I tell y'all, Keller Williams has not just changed my business, it has literally changed my life. Can I tell you something real personal?
1: Absolutely. And,
2: and, and so I've been with my husband for 20 something years. And during my bold with, I think his name is Dennis Brown. Yep. Dennis Brown. I had a bold with Dennis Brown and something struck me during that bold and I went home and I packed up my stuff and I packed up my kids and I left my husband during, my, during one of my bolds. That was huge for me. And I had been thinking about leaving my husband for years. It's just we, we've grown into different directions and it was something, literally something I had been thinking about for a long time but I never could afford it. I never could afford to step out on my own. Maps, Bold, Keller Williams did all of that. Now, man, and we're still married. We just live in separate houses. He is one of my best friends. We're never going to live together. <laughs> However, <laughs> it, <laughs> no, we're never going to live together again. And we probably will, well, not probably, we are going to ultimately get divorced. But I never had the financial security or the mentality to get up and leave. And I got all of that. My first team leader, Deb, was inspirational in helping me kind of break through that fear because she shared her story with me. um, Some of her personal life, she shared her story with me and it was huge. And what has helped me, like I I never practice positive affirmations. I never listen to motivational speeches, all of that. Like if you were to walk in my house, in my bedroom, like I have on my mirror in front of my bed, as soon as I wake up, I see on my mirror, I wrote it, it's already all right. And I had to look at that because, you know, leaving a marriage after 20-something years is traumatic. I spent last summer, I spent all summer, I'm not going to lie, I spent all summer crying, drinking wine, and lead generating. That's all I had the energy to do I took care of my kids my mom was a big help but I lead generated so much so I wouldn't have to think about that 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 the same year I left my husband the best year I had in real estate ever and it was because I changed my mindset and some of the things that maps has taught my maps coach she's taught me and I mean there were times that some of my coaching calls, I did do some crying on the phone with my coach And you know we talk about my personal stuff, and then we would get into real estate. But I did a lot of crying on the phone the summer of 2017 with my coach. But it was the best year I ever had in real estate. It is it like when I sit back and think about it, I'm like, wow, you did nine and a half million going through a very traumatic separation. I threw myself into work. It was the um, it it was just a very spiritual experience to go through that and a year later I'm living my best life I love 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 my life I love where it is and during this past year and a half my children have seen mommy rise up like there was a time when my daughter was like mommy how long you gonna keep crying I was like when when you break up with your husband after 22 years then you come ask me how long am I crying (laughs) so yeah. However, well, you know,
1: what's interesting, Sherry, is you went from 22 units to 32 and you get a a MAPS coach And, and now you did 67 units last year, going through a divorce, actually or leaving your husband, I should say. You got a MAPS coach. You used the CGI calculator. You're doing what Keller Williams is telling you to do. You're doing what your MAPS coach is telling you to do, which is Keller Williams. You're doing what Bold tells you to do. All these things. It's important to do more than one thing, isn't it?
2: It absolutely is. I just want to make a correction because I want to have full transparency. I did, I think it was 52 transactions. Now that 67 may have been maybe some referrals, but I I think that number is a little bit high. So I just want to, Make sure that I'm I'm being upfront with my numbers, but regardless of what it was, it was the best year that I I ever had. And well, and was, I appreciate
1: that. These came off the trend report, is what we received. So oh, okay, I sixty-seven. I'll take what what it. I thought it was a little said. bit there less. There <laughs> you go. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, just you know what? What CGI tool do you use the most? Pipeline. Isn't that a great tool?
2: It is my, so when I came to Keller Williams, of course, it was just me. I now have a team. I have two, two full-time assistants and I have two buyer's agents. And in the beginning, I did it backwards. You know, I was like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Let me hire a buyer's agent. Well, for everyone who was listening, don't do that. And they tell you not to do it. I was told not to do it multiple times, but I did it anyway. And it just kept blowing up. It never worked. Until I got my first full-time assistant, then I got a second assistant, and then I got my buyer's agent. And now I have two 2 full-time assistants, and I have two full-time buyer's agents. So Good for you. It, it you does make, make a difference
1: it. when you do it right, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you've been yep. on the ALC, too. Uh, this is my Orlando... New Orleans, Vegas. This is my. I'm going into my fifth year of being on ALC.
1: Wow. And well, I you wanted it. a corner office. I know that. Did you
2: ever get that corner office? I I got one of the best offices in the building Well on that floor. When we we moved offices uh, a few years ago, and when we moved, w- ALC got to choose their offices, and ALC got to choose their offices first, and then it was in order of volume. And so I was like 14 out of 15 at that time. So I did get to choose an office. However, I didn't get to choose the office that I wanted. And over the course of the years, you know, the last couple of years, the office that I always, always wanted, I got it now. And and when people walk in, they don't realize how big it is. It overlooks the golf course. I have two Huge, like my whole office is glass except for, well, no, two walls are glass. And they, they, look, they overlook the golf course. I have a great office. And so, yeah, going through bold and, you know what I learned, Diana? Almost money doesn't fix everything. It allows you the choices. But money can eliminate a lot of problems. And what I realized is that lead generation can eliminate a lot of my problems. Yeah, I owe a few people, and I got a few bills to pay. But at the in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I need to pay that bill off. And I'm like, you know what? You need to make some more phone calls. Then I have a a, a very clear correlation between lead generating and doing the rest of the things I want. I wanna I wanna be an op. I I don't know if I wanna be a bold coach or a maps coach because I don't know if I can stay that excited all day doing bold. <laughs> I kind of, <laughs> I kind of fizzle out after lunch. So, <laughs> but I just, let me stop saying, but, and um, it is, it is phenomenal. And that aunt that I told you about that got me in the real estate business, when the real estate market crashed, she went back into what she knew, which was education. She became a teacher. And about two years ago, she called me to say, you know, I'm really worried about you. I'm so concerned. You know, the real estate market is this and it's that and it's this. You know, you have a bachelor's degree. Why don't you get into teaching and, and, and have a little bit more stability? And I had to say to her auntie, you you don't really know what Keller Williams is about. Because I can be an agent. I can be a team leader. I can be a regional director. I can be an OP. I can be a productivity coach. like." It's a really big company, Auntie, and I can do a whole lot, so I'm good. I'm not going to go into teaching. That that's not me. I don't, I don't have the patience to teach children. I can help adults. I love teaching ignite. I love sitting in front of new agents and, and sharing my stories and having them ask me questions. But I couldn't teach children. That's just that, my thing. Uh,
1: now you've had some good life lessons yourself.
2: So what what
1: have you learned through bold through maps, coaching, with the CGI and using the pipeline and all the tools that it gives, what, what lessons have you learned?
2: Don't give up. Don't take no for an answer. I, I have a, a friend who is in sales, but she's not doing real estate and she's like, oh, I keep making all these calls, and I just keep getting all these no's, and she's getting discouraged. And I'm like, honey, get all those no's out the way, because the more no's you get, the closer you're going to get to your yes, and you just got to track it. I've learned that, and I keep learning. I just learned that anything is possible, and I just feel like, yes, I did learn a lot at that other company in those 10 years, but I learned more in Keller Williams that first year than I did in all those 10 years. And it's not just about selling real estate. It's just giving me a completely different perspective on so many things. It's even taught me how to talk to my children better and talk to and have better conversations with my kids and my mom. Like, I'm my mother's only child. So it's always been a struggle with her and I. And I'm going to tell you, just being around so many positive people, it has made a difference. Like, I get up earlier now. I read. I never really started reading until I came to KW, and I just finished a fantastic book that I'm going to give to my staff, and I love it. And I'm going to give it to them tomorrow. I it just. I have different conversations with my children, and now I um I listen to a lot of Audibles in the car, and one of the tournaments we went to last year, we um we listened to Cashflow Quadrant. And then when it was all over, you know, I, and my kids were in the car and on the way back, she said, you know what? One of my children, she said, No you know what, mommy, I decided I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to get my real estate license and I'm going to run my own business. And I was like, oh, my God, she's listening. She's listening.
1: It's <laughs> that great. Keep those books going on on the radio. Right. Here's, here's what's interesting, though. So you're in your car. And you're listening to books with your children and they're soaking it in whether they want to or not, right? Yes. Absolutely. That's the greatest part. Now, you also are very good at time blocking. You're using all the colors, right? The green, the pink, the yellow. What made you go from having so much pink and yellow into more and more green, allowing you to be more
2: productive? When I hear other agents, when I go to Mega Camp, when I go to Family Reunion and I listen to all these other fantastic realtors who say they did the same thing. You know what stuck out for me? A few years ago, we had ALC retreat and Chris Heller came and someone asked him, I got to sit next to him at dinner. And someone asked him, what do you attribute to one of your successes? He said, I lead generated for over 20 years. And I was like, Really? He still lead-generating? That was huge for me. I never forgot that. That was huge for me that he said he lead-generated over for, for over 20 years. And I thought, wow. And so I, um, I protect that lead-generating time. My, you know, and I had a, a challenge with it. And until, you know, maps, your map said, build a bunker, do this, do that. Um, Bridget had me get a water gun in the very beginning so if I'm not lead generating and I'm out in the hall socializing, she gave my, my assistant permission to squirt me with a water gun. Now, you know, as a black woman, don't get my hair wet. So I'm going to go in my <laughs> office. <laughs> I'm going to go in my office and I'm going to shut my door and I'm going to lead generate because you're not messing up my hair. Um, oh, so, that, oh my- that is classic. <laughs>
1: that is classic, Jerry. So a brand new agent comes in and ask you for advice, what advice would you give to them?
2: Get coaching, get into coaching. I don't care how you do it, whether you get a mentor, you get productivity coaching, you do group coaching, um, you do breakthrough, whatever, get into coaching. That is, I mean, in addition to helping my business, it literally saved me from going insane last year when I separated from my husband. Having those conversations with Bridget, so, like I said, sometimes it wasn't just about real estate. It was about how to deal with some of the emotions that I was dealing with. And, the, you know, of course, the biggest fear is not having enough money. And Bridget was like, are you doing your visualizations? You know, she had me, um, when I'm driving on the highway, picture my road paved with money, paved with $100 bills. Um, One of the favorite things that I love is she said, picture yourself standing in like a creek or a small stream and the water's rushing towards you and it's building up on the banks. But instead of water, it's money coming towards you. So one of my favorite things in your bold is I'm a money magnet. They throw money on me. Oh, I love that. Take a picture, videotape me. I love I'm a money magnet. I think that's one of the most fun exercises in bold. When I first got into, when I first considered bold, um, I didn't share this with my husband. I just went ahead and did it. I didn't pay my mortgage for two months. I didn't pay my car note for two months so I can afford math coaching and mastery coaching. But it paid off, paid off. You guys can have that $12,000 every year. Y'all can have it. It has changed my life.
1: Well, you know, the greatest part about that, too, is it includes all of your events and everything. And we definitely yep. believe that you get value out of it. And you sure have proved it to us today. Sherry, I just so appreciate you and everything that you do. I mean, just thank you. Thank you for not thank getting you, in your drunk
2: monkey. So there was one time I had a conversation. I had my coaching call in the car with my daughter because I had to go somewhere. And then a few days later... It was, I don't know, during the summer or wherever it was. And I just wasn't feeling good that morning. I didn't want to get up. And my daughter comes and gets in the bed. And she's like, what's wrong, mommy? Don't you got to get up and make your phone calls? And I was like, I don't feel good. She goes, what would Diana Kokoski say? And she just (sighs) looked at me and I was like, oh, let me get up. (laughs) (laughs) She she couldn't say your name right, but she did. Mommy, what would Diana Kokoski say? I was like, let me get my butt up out this bed. Well, you
1: know what? I like her already. I'm looking forward to being able to meet her one day. And I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today.
0: So there you have it. Sherry, thank you so much for being on our podcast and for taking time out of your busy day to educate our listeners about your experience and about the specific strategies That will help any KW agent sell more homes. And if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to subscribe, search KW Maps Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to kwmapspodcast.com. As always, success is simple, not easy. And with that, we'll catch you next time on a KW Maps Podcast, Growth Edition. Take care.